Damn, I used to pay for my drop Running forever, get me straight to my spot Realizing my energy Tell me whoever needed I pay for my niggas Only for lack of my enemies I waited forever I was praying for weather I was saying whatever Glitter my wrist in the bezel How I come from the rich And I'm still on my level How I tell them I do it And end up doing it better I hesitated for the sake of my feeling Only scared of the jungle I know a snake in my vision Niggas lying for money Women in need of attention Women lying for niggas To get a tweet or a mention I used to know me abroad That used to blow me a job And now she fuck with my niggas I'm losing hope for her jaws Everybody would tell me I need a therapy cause Everybody with therapy Is a therapist, huh? If they kill me tomorrow That be the legend of me that boy did it, huh? That boy did it, huh? Mm. Get that, mm. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, District Twenty One. Uh, we played him before, but I, I heard that and it was inspired. I was inspired by that record. I was like, oh my goodness, like I, I got to play this. Sometimes you hear music, and you just it calls to you. That thought, was dope. Yes, I, I thought it was. Dope. I got a lot of inspirations. <laughs> I thought it was Joyful Belly when you started playing that joint at first. I was like, he about to get Yes, and, and when I heard it, my brain like, went right to the scene. Like, oh, like, that's what you're doing? That's what, you, that's what you're doing? Oh, all right, wait, 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 wait. wait. You started this all right. We're the right way. We started the right way. My apologies. We you got caught up in the music. This is shouting one. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left. Hex. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Herb Nizzle. And in the building, as always. Jason R. And we are back, and it is so good to finally be back with my brother. Two weeks in a row. Mm. Two weeks in a row. Uh-oh. Ain't got good. It's so good to Ain't be home. Good. It's been like a couple months since we've been two weeks in a row. It's so good to be home. Yes. Um, real quick, uh, wellness check. How y'all doing? How's everybody? Everybody okay? Y'all here? Y'all maintaining? Y'all progressing and pushing forward? Yeah, I'm, I got my Prince of King today. I'm not very glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very good. Oh, man. So how y'all doing? I always make sure to ask my brothers how they doing. How, are they locked in? How they feeling? Hey, wellness hey. check, baby. Yeah, hey, the heat. The heat this week was a little intense. What um, is going on, bro? I don't know because it starts off feeling a little chilly. But then you come out one way and you come back home a totally different way. Bro. Oh, you mean May? Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. 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 Real quick, yeah. um, fuck cicadas. Cicadas yeah. always, always. all day, yeah. every day. Fuck cicadas. <laughs> so I am now the secret service to my wife and my daughter. Like I have to look out of the window. I have to do recon to make sure there are no bugs flying. Sweeping. I've been sweeping driveways. I've been sweeping sidewalks to the point, man. Come on. So you, you the site visit team. You gotta go look at the site before they can get released. I have to inspect and then wait and be like, all right, and three. Two, one, <laughs> open the door, and they're running down. My daughter is falling oh, yeah. down the steps. My oh, wife yeah. is pushing her, and then they get in the car, and then the white folk cross street is just walking the dog. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> they're simply cicadas. <laughs> that's all they are. Seventeen years is all it is. You know, so, so Jay, I'm gonna say this, man. If you're gonna eat a cicada. So if you're eating a cicada, um, just go ahead and do it. Okay, I'm not down. I'm hearing too many people talking about I need the nutrients for 14 years. 
Cool. Go get. Go for it. I'm. I'm totally not down for They're it. Giving out cicada recipes on the radio this That's week. That's a fact. Yes. Facts. Is that yes. what we are what? now? That's what we are. That's what we are. For I what? do not want to be these people. What is the whole? That's all I'm saying. Okay, put me on. on put me on game. What is the point? It's so, protein, bro. Protein. Yeah, it's abundance. Protein. Protein. It's abundance. Like, so you eat? Do you eat? Do you eat shrimp? Yes. You I eat do. crab. Yes. Nope. Those are bugs. Look, let's just I, let's just rip the, I get you. Those let's rip the of, of the sea. Yes, of okay. the sea. They're immortal. Yes, but, <laughs> but that's the biggest difference have, between. Have you stepped on one of these by accident? On what? On a skate? Because that's skate? not shrimp. <laughs> if you step on that shrimp with the with, even with the, with the with the shell on it, it's still that's yeah. still shrimp. They are disgusting. That yellow stuff. The, that's not. That's not. I don't even know what. what I don't trying to make a point. I don't prescribe this. No, but so, people are. Do you eat shrimp? If you feel so compelled to do so, please do it. Hey, I'm not against you. That's that cicada soup. That's it. Turn up. Um, speaking of other things that are that are disgusting, we're going to get into the actual stuff that we're we're here to talk about today. Speaking of disgusting, right now is the morning show. Welcome. Speaking of disgusting shit um so there are some real things that we do need to talk about uh the gop if you guys aren't aware lost the white house and he lost the house right they lost the, the house and senate congress they're not in power anymore so in order to offset that they've decided to attack things from a more uh, state and local perspective. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. So we talked last week a little bit um, about their exploits as far as regulation, about them wanting to regulate certain things. So this week, they're now trying to regulate and ban what you can teach kids in school. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's the next step. Um, and there is a, uh, I had to look this up, critical race theory. Right, I had to look it up because I didn't know what the hell it was. I heard it on TV a couple times, but I, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Critical race theory um, is a uh, it's a theory, well, not just a theory. In schools, it's actually a it's a way that they tell teachers how to teach what they're going to teach. Who is the? It's a it's a framework. Who is the they that's uh, telling teachers that this is that? Because remember, uh, remember school board, school board, school right. board, school board. So, on, so, a, on a so state you, level. So okay, so what you're saying is that the school board on whatever state level is saying that critical race theory is something that needs to be taught. Well, no, not yes and no. Let's yes break and it down. No. Let's break it down. Let's break it let's down. Break it down. Let, the governor. Let's break this down. Critical race theory is a framework. Right. So I had to actually reach out to my sister because she works in education and ask her what a framework is. I ain't know. I knew what a curriculum was, but I didn't know what a framework was. A framework, in layman's terms, is kind of like a curriculum for the uh, for the district, system. right? Mm-hmm. For the system. Mm-hmm. So if you have a curriculum for a school and you have a lesson plan for a classroom, the framework was, was over top of that, mm-hmm. right? I got you. So the framework in most states who have critical race theory as an option or have as a, a directive, there are states now that are saying, we don't want that. We don't want y'all to be able to teach that. And I had to figure out what the fuck critical race theory was. I was like, all right, well, I found out what they do with it. What is it? Um, I don't know how to respond to that. I don't know how to respond to that either. Yeah. Sorry. Um, critical race theory 
is the uh, the notion that racism, white supremacy, bigotry is ingrained within everything in American society right. in some way, shape, or form. Right. And I think we can all agree well, that's in true. this podcast, we're yeah. all on one accord, that that's true. Right. right. Um, with critical race theory, it's actually taught in schools in a way with the framework is actually ingrained into the way that they teach things as far as how they teach history, um, social studies, things like that. That's what I have a problem with. The, the, the fact that that is what there's they and I'm doing the air quotes for the they are what state has given a directive for critical race theory to be taught. That's and that's what Texas I was wondering. Because it's are two of them. No, no, no. no. They're, they're banning. They they're, they're banning they, they, critical they race. They don't want it discussed. There's no there's there's no state that has given a directive that critical race theory needs to be taught. Right. right? This is BS propaganda that <laughs> some people are trying to enforce to put fear into the hearts of people that think they Critical race theory could be a detriment to them. There you go. Okay? So, if it's a theory, then it's just something that we can talk about and discuss. Not not something that is being directive that it has to be taught in any school in any state across the nation. But if I impose enough fear on you, you're automatically going to have negative connotations on it from the jump. Because I thought about it when I watched it. I was like, who is doing Like, when I was in high school... Because they said when I when I researched it, they said that it had been around since the seventies. That's what they said, right? So I'm like, the all right, as, I have the been in aspect, not not a course in itself. Yes, not a course, but the actual, but it's not the, the framework. Mm-hmm. The framework of it which has been just, around. Which is that? It teaches individual discretion, right? That's why I'm since the seventies, right? Yes, right. individual discretion. Because, like I said, it's not a lesson plan. It's not a curriculum. Right. This is a guidance for the school system and for the teachers. It, it trickles down. So I'm like, I would. I have been in school after the seventies. I've never run into critical race theory in my schooling at all no. so why now since y'all have lost the white house and you have lost congress do you decide that this is a this is a um this is a way that you want to take a stand on something that actually hasn't even been implemented all right first and foremost i'm gonna tell you why Go ahead. none of this <laughs> is true we have all run across this we just didn't know when we did preach when i talked to hex and again i have known hex for like 25 30 years but again please understand you just didn't know the coursework wasn't available to you you just didn't know that that book was available to you you just didn't know that that was the way the story was supposed to be told because we come across this all the time the only difference is that when you actually see the book that they're rejecting then you think oh you know what that's wrong Mm -hmm. but you never know it's wrong until you actually see it yeah let me tell you we do this on a regular basis let me, tell you, let me tell you so it, it, it breaks down in, in several ways one it's always been there if, and I'm, I'm going to put it let me say why and why in different ways one the reason is if you think back to again for me personally if you think to your favorite teacher your favorite teacher would probably in some aspect keep it, kept it 100 with you 
somehow, some way, your interaction involves them keeping it sure. so real. Yeah. I had a teacher, Mr. McMiniman, who was a government teacher. And one of the things he did is he told it how it was. He talked about how the populations were going to change in 20 years, how this is what to be, what was going to be to be expected of you, how the government was going to change, how race was going to play a factor, but it was not a part of our curriculum. Mm -hmm. That is critical race theory that yes. they want taken away. It is the teachers who are out there that become teacher of the year. Look at each one. Each year, the teacher of the year is somebody who can relate to the kids because they're telling them something other than, other than what's in the textbook. Right. They're, they're bringing something to them that makes them think outside the box, makes them ask questions, and makes them a better person. Yes. That in itself is what they fear. And so ultimately, what we have here with this critical race theory is they're afraid that what they don't realize is what's happening is as the time continues to tick, then yesterday it becomes part of our children and our grandkids, that, yeah. you know, for those of you who are getting almost to that point, that's that's going to be in their textbooks. What was going on in the 80s? Then come the 90s, that's going to be a part of the book soon. They're afraid that you're going to read, read the whole story and go, why are these same people in the same position after all this time? So, Hex, um, just again, I have to piggyback off what you're saying. I do as I do every week. <laughs> I mean, let me give you let me give you some of the arguments that um, two or well, two of the arguments that they come up with race theory, um, and that's um, it's remagnifying um, the idea of of like racial tension, and it's like a tr time. This is one of the oddest things I heard: a time transportation of racism. To, to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. when when we when we look at these kind of things, I mean, again, we spoke in the in in, in the break or not in the early. We talked about uh, this being a situation of why why is it that the victim has to now so this so so this thing back so perfectly for you guys to to now. Um, send to the next generation. At the end of the day, it, it's been a mess. It's always been a mess. We've we've we had the Columbus and the uh, you know all these theories and all these uh, situations coming through the years, and now you want us to clean this up and make it pretty, but it's not pretty. Because you know what the the conversations that we have to have as. Uh, I, and I won't even just say black people. I'll say um, marginalized people yes. in America. The conversations yes. that we have to have are different than the conversations that white people have to have. Right? We have to have uncomfortable conversations at home. Right. You have to tell your child if you're black, if you're Hispanic, if you're Asian. You have to have a different type of conversation with your child about different things. These white kids that are at these schools don't have to have those conversations. But if you have them in school and you have a teacher that tells them, hey, guess what? You may be good, but the person sitting next to you might not be good because if y'all go for a bank loan, they might get a higher percentage and you and y'all might have the same credit score is an uncomfortable conversation to have. And then when they go home, they're like, hey, so they were telling us about this red line stuff at school. What's that about? Right. As a parent, you don't know. What we you don't know. A lot of them don't know, Jay, that we were told we have to be we have to be twice times the white man. We We were indoctrinated that early why that was a burden but see well hold on this is why we find out our all our conversations so often is frustrating they don't live for us at all 
We we live to survive, but right. our, our struggle, like when you're trying to explain, there's not a single person who is of other of, of a Caucasian descent who wakes up and goes, I wonder what's going on with the struggle today. But we told you. We've told them. We've told you enough. Listen to what we're saying. But the thing about it is, but we had that, right. We had that conversation, right? Uh-huh. Me and me and the wife were talking. Um, I think early in this week we were talking, and some of my white people came up. We, we white people that are listening, we do talk about y'all. I don't know if y'all know that we talk about y'all, and it's not always like we hate y'all, but it's sometimes we don't understand some of the shit y'all do, right? Yes. So I asked context. the wife. I was like, after we had the conversation, I was like, do you think black white people? Like have questions about you think they actually are comfortable enough to 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 ask why black people do stuff and she was like the non racist ones I don't know and see the bad part is when they're having the conversation amongst themselves because I believe that happens every day everything that happened with this George Floyd they're having them talks at home sure. the problem is they're talking to each other and if they don't have a black friend a friend friend that's when you know not mm-hmm. an acquaintance not your kids. The father who played on the soccer team. I was talking about a friend. So you, you don't know their livelihood. You don't know their experiences. And, and it's not your fault either. Some of that, we, we got to put that out there too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. So here's the thing we have to recognize our own troubles. White people today are not necessarily responsible for our troubles. But they have carried on the tradition mm-hmm. of our troubles. That doesn't mean that I have a problem with you, Jesse. I don't have a problem with you, <laughs> Clark. Right? Clark. Clark is cool. Clark is cool as hell. Clark loves to do the Dougie and hang out with black people. Right? That's all dope. Cool kids. Here's the thing: <laughs> we're not arguing with you. We're arguing with history. And because history is something that I can't punch, I may have a problem with. <laughs> right. I may have a problem with uh, Jesse when he walks down down the, the street, not because he has done anything to me, but because he carries a tradition with his skin color about how I have to live my life. Now, the real deal is that we are trying to become something bigger than that. And we're not all in the same group of trying to carry that tradition. We want to get to a place where you can put it there. We want to get to the place where we're uh, all looking at it together and being universal. But that's the problem. (laughs) We're never universal. We all go ahead. Yeah, well, my my beef is um, I I can listen to my I can hear my conservative brothers and sisters right now screaming about freedom of speech and being able to say whatever it is that they want to say and it's indoctrinated in the in the Constitution, right? And I can also hear my conservative brothers and sisters talking about how uh, part of that freedom of speech is being wrong, right? Absolutely, <laughs> that's thousands. So that's now. Fact. If I'm sitting here telling you the truth, right? I'm not. I'm not disingenuously misleading you. I'm. I'm talking about facts. It's been documented mm-hmm. by by your folks and my yes. conservatives and liberals alike, right? But you're sitting here telling me that it's un-American, yes, to even have the conversation, right? What the fuck does that even mean? 
Well, that's, that's, that's the crazy part. It's Thanksgiving disguises. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a bar. That's, that's, that's a bar. That, that, that is, that's this is a what bar. This is. They they want it to be known as. Let's tell it like this. First of all, all that happened was. Then all that happened was. Then we started building stuff. Then we got bigger. Then we got stronger. Then we, our army got even stronger. And here we are today. And look, everybody's but, here. But, but, but right. I'll, I'll, you know, all, the, all the detail. But if it, go ahead, go ahead. If in fact they would give us another well, solution. Mm. To, to, because as Jay said, we have to explain this to our children. We have to explain this to who's coming up. Give us a better way. Uh, if, if It's one thing to criticize the way we're giving it, but, but I haven't heard anybody say, hey, this is how it should come off. Go ahead. First of all, and I know you mean well, mm-hmm. there's nothing giving about what white people have done around the world. And there, I understand there that. will never be a giving of something. What we're going to do is be ourselves. This is why the group of us hang out and we talk about things and we do things and we invest money and we do all these things because Juneteenth should mean something. Facts. Well, sure. And guess what? We design in our households. Yes. That Juneteenth means something. So yes. when we were talking about months and months ago about how you were saying, hey, we need to hold back our money for this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Juneteenth means something. I just want to say that I thought it was a poor choice of words to say that we are looking for a solution from them for anything. Fuck them. We make our own solutions. I said that sarcastically. This is, not, this is not white people in general. Yes. This is I from said, the system. I, 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 said, I, said, I said that sarcastically. I said that at the end of the day, how could you be so critical of something that you're not even giving us a, I mean, now nah, that's fact. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, I, mean, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want it. But I'm not looking for that justification. Yeah, but that's you human all. nature to be critical of something you don't understand. Sure. That well, is exactly what they well, do. Especially critical of something that is kind of critical of yourself and however you you associate and what happens is you don't want to feel the shame of yesterday's pain and you and yes you didn't you didn't own a slave we get that however what have you done to promote and change the system that made it fair for everyone? Well, that's what I'm asking. That, that, yeah. that that's what I'm asking. So the question. So you don't have to start a YMCA. Sure. But you have to do something where you don't accept all your bonus checks, all of your opportunities, and ignore that they still have a situation where they don't accept as many as to mm-hmm. Ivy League schools. They do give us higher interest rates on homes and cars and things that we purchase. And you wouldn't. And it's not your fault. However, when we scream it, we do need you to stand with us as well to say you acknowledge the problem without us having to have a camera phone to prove it to you. If you're just, about recognize, yes. just recognize you live a STEMI life. Let's go. And, and, and not just that, and I agree with everything that you were saying, but it's not just the recognition. It's the small conversations. When you're with your family and you're having those small conversations and somebody says something that's slick that's out of pocket real quick and you don't speak up and you just let that shit ride. Right. If you let that shit ride because you're afraid that one of your family members is going to look at you sideways at Christmas, then you're fucking up. When we if if, hopefully if we have these 
And I don't know if critical race theory will be the end all be all if that will be the thing that we because I don't know when else they'll get that information. I don't know when else they'll have that conversation. But in, in mandated in education, I don't know when we're going to have it. But that's all it is. It's another conversation. And you're trying to tell me that I can't even have the conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Did you How dare you? My, my best friend hit me up and he was talking about he wanted to talk to uh, a friend of ours and said and said so what do you think about um, uh, marriage between gay people and the friend got all flustered trying to figure out what it is and what it means and he basically said well you know I guess it's fine or whatever and then it was like, okay, so what if it was your daughter? And he was dumbfounded because people who are lost, being some of our people, don't understand that freedoms don't work that way. You either have freedom or you don't. You don't. Mm. It doesn't work. It, I don't care what school you went to, what church you went to, what anything you went to. Understand that laws and freedom only work for everyone or not everyone. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that it doesn't work at all. I agree. Like it does work for the corporate white people and the people who bring something to the table who are white. But please understand I don't care who came to the table first, last, or whatever, and I'm not. I'm not whatever. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not trying to show you. <laughs> no, no, because my man knows what I'm talking about. But again, it's not about him. I want to make something plain about the country that we live in. If you don't understand that everybody's freedom has to be everybody's freedom, it doesn't work. Because there are way too many clauses, parchments, and everything else that go in between that will fuck it up. Go on. I just want to put a pin in the fact that there are several conservatives that said there's no such thing as systemic racism in our country. Oh, Jesus. But there's a certain race of people that had to ask and fight for their freedom in this country. And And they were the same people who asked for it. Right. So... It's kind of a it's kind of an oxymoron to me for you to say that systemic racism doesn't exist in our country, but certain segments of our country have to request freedom from others. That's it. In the, in the Discord, I posted a article last week about Howard University taking away the classics. Facts. And part of this, what the debate was about, is that we, they were saying that it's it's deplorable that you, we have people who are saying. These things don't matter anymore, and they, they and they went on to, to go deeper to say this isn't simply Shakespeare. They're saying because you know what's, what you heard quite often over the last let's say twenty years is that major won't lead to a career, right? That major majoring in that won't lead to so and, and losing out, losing complete sight of <clears throat> learning, knowledge, and being a a king of that information mm-hmm. you know that that's been lost we this whole thing is turned into a game of go get learn repeat it then go get the job doing it 
right? That's that's all you're supposed to get out. So we've ignored all the people who said, "Can I can I just soak in all the all that Debbie Du Bois? Can I so on and so?" So with this race, with this with this critical race theory, is I I am thinking what I hear KG was saying is that we have a group of people who are wanting who are hoping to to not put themselves in a position where they have to answer anything mm-hmm. about anything mm-hmm. that doesn't shed a positive light right so you, 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 if you if you don't already like it then then let's leave it let's not discuss it propaganda yeah yeah but at the end of the day it's, it, it is very simple if you would just join with us for just simply wanting us to have the basics of what we're supposed to have anyway, we wouldn't have to debate anything. Yeah. Life is hard. Is if there a single thing we ask here. for we shouldn't ask for? If this is the if this is the land We get extra. If this is a land of opportunity. <laughs> really? Right. If this is a land this this is a land of opportunity. It's not just opportunity for one person. If it's a land, an entire land of opportunity, then there's enough for everybody to go around and we shouldn't shy away from the fact that some people have been held back from that during history. It shouldn't be an issue because it's the truth. And at the end of the day, when you send your kids to school, that's the one thing you want. I don't want my kids to go to school and get opinion. I don't want them to go to get somebody's point of view. Right. I want them to get the truth. truth. But the problem is the land of opportunity was given to us based off of slaughtering down to one percent people who live here. Yeah, that, I, yeah, yeah. I have a, I, I have a real theory behind what you're saying. I think there is a shame. There's a shame. It is. And what the be. fuck happened there from the beginning be. of time? But there should by be people who who look like them, and, and, and therefore, and that's, and I hate it for you. But that it's not your mm. fault. But you, it's one of those situations where it, again, if you stand to the table with us. Nobody got a problem with Bernie Sanders, and I'm yes. just throwing a name out. Mm-hmm. Right, there's plenty of really great people who have all, of of Caucasian descent. Trust, we know that. We see you. We rock with you. But for the others who are on the fence, who are who are feeling some type of way about this this idea, it's like, no, we already we already get it, bro. You didn't you ain't got nothing to do with this. But if you ride with us, you have to in order in order to get something fixed. Right, if you go to the doctor, or if you go to wherever to get yourself better. You have to first acknowledge what's wrong. You have to have triage. You have to look and say, your leg's broke. And a lot of people, they don't want to go to the doctor. They don't want to go to the doctor. They feel like, the second I go to the doctor, something's going to be wrong. No, motherfucker, that shit was wrong before you went to the doctor. They're laying in They're just letting you know what was was wrong. Bruh, you don't don't say, you you don't get diagnosed with high blood pressure and somebody says, I'm going to pull your tooth. You don't need That's a stick in your heart And somebody says We're going to give you ankle surgery you know what Let's go. But, but the conservatives of today That's what they want to do They, they want to say that, that this is the issue But this thing that has Absolutely nothing to do with the issue Is what we're going to put into The ethos for our I hate to say it, are uneducated people that want to have a grievance against mm-hmm. other races mm-hmm. will absorb. Just say and, poor white people. The the ultimate, people. It's the ultimate deflection. 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 It
that's the sad part. And this is one of the issues. And we're about to come up on break. We're on it. I'm, I'm trying to get everybody to get off. But everybody sorry, get on fire. And it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We have great conversation. Um, but this is one of the issues that I have. And I, I, I've talked about this before. When people use the term woke because we have normalized being asleep. We've normalized it. So now anytime we have a conversation where somebody has to act, it's a, a, a chance that somebody might wake up, then we get upset because being asleep is normal. And we like that. And it shouldn't be that way. We're up on it. Uh, we're going to get some drinks. We got a whole another segment coming up. This has been a great one. We will be back. Hex, give me one. U-D-K. Coming from Howard Trying to stack it and make it tower How I do the work but you out here saying it's ours They ain't with it, they just devour No smoke in a mirror unless it's coming from sour I'm on it Hustle, ooh, I'm hooked like it's phonics Gotta bring the bass and feel the sonic wave To the haters, it's hypnotic Yes, yes, yes. Uh, shout out to Al Fury. Um, we're back. Uh, we back. I've been waiting to play that for a minute. Um, apologies to him. I've had you in the queue for a few weeks. Apologize to him. I had him in the queue for a few weeks, but that so I have to let songs marinate and I have to let artists marinate for a minute until I kind of get where I need to place them in the in the first, podcast. First and, and foremost, let me be clear. You've been marinating on 1,500 less <laughs> likes. <laughs> yes. I'm giving you property, property 
for you to rock with. Ah. Yes. I'm not apologizing for shit. Yo, but I, I will I say, but I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm keeping this in the tuck because I got something to show y'all. Yeah, I got more. Because we we respect y'all. Yo. But you can't hold back because, on this one. You had to bring, nah, but because you had love, to bring the fury this week. Because yes. the love from Mr. Al. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Al. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what we were talking about. Anyway, <laughs> hey, we, we give much respect to the people that have been killing it. And Easy finds them. Hex, Hex finds them. Yeah. We got much respect and they, and for they're, those. And they're all inspired... Uh, they're all inspired by y'all, to be always, honest. Y'all, always. they're inspired by y'all. If if I have a song that's in the queue, I always think, okay, who's going to rock with this? Yeah. Or what are they going to think when I play this? And, you know, does this fit with the format of the songs? That, does this fit with the lineup that I have for this week? Mm-hmm. And if you don't make the cut one week and you've sent me something, because some of y'all do send this stuff, just understand that it's not the fact that I don't want to play you this week. It's just you might not have fit this week. And if you fit. don't fit this week, then we send me something else. Yeah, send me something else. <laughs> we must have quit. If you didn't fit, you right. must have quit. There we go. Uh, speaking of fitting, um, we... Uh, we have a segment where we try to highlight people who are uh, fitting in our vision for uh, movers and shakers and people who we feel like are going to be uh, the next step in the evolution of uh, progress right. and the next step of change. Oh, uh, yeah. Do. And this is one of my personal segments. I know everybody else gets hyped for this. I had my last week. I had my last week and uh, I felt like that was pretty good. Uh, but this week coming up is Hex and Hex has his AAU AAU uh, AAU draftee. Are they draftees? Let's go. Recruits. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's a good that's a good that's draftees good recruits. Yeah. Uh, Hex, take it away, bro. We got we got a new guy I want to bring to the table uh, who is trying to, to make a change for better, trying to help us all. His name is Quentin Lucas. He is the mayor of Kansas City, Missouri. Mm. Mm. Now, Quentin Lucas is trying to run for Senate. He's put his put his name out there that says he has a tremendous interest in making the run. He wants to get to that level because he recognizes what he could do if he became the senator and what a senator can do when it comes to making change for the state. Is he running against Josh Hawley? And he is running against Josh. Spice here. You know what? If 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 uh, if I, I I do not endorse voter tampering, voter fraud. But if there's a way I can send my vote, my energy I, to y'all, you know I live in Missouri, I right? Swear. <laughs> I, live, I live right there. On, I live on the right. I live right there. On the right, right on the line. Right <laughs> you can't really see it on the map, but I live. I, I got a spot right there. Oh man, you know my grandma live. <laughs> I got Whatever. a PO box. <laughs> exactly. uh, so so. He- Hex uh, Hex asked me to uh, play some audio from this young man. Uh, and the audio was pertaining to a decision that uh, they've made in his city as far as uh, police I funding. Hate to, yes, police funding. Yes, that's it's a great way to say police it. Plan. Not defunding the police, nope. but police funding. And this police funding, actually, they take the money, instead of paying 90% of what the taxpayers pay, to put into the police department to have more officers and more body armor, more guns. They want to take that money and reallocate it so they can spend it the way they want to, to deal with the issues from the root of what's going on, instead of trying 
trying to address these symptoms. There you go. Uh, so I got a little audio for y'all. I got a clip. I got a clip. Play that. I'd like to announce it that I have it. So this is uh, Mr. Quentin Lucas speaking on why he's doing what he's doing, and I, I love this clip. And I know Hex gave me another one to play, but I'm 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 gonna play this. One. Yeah, I'm play this. One. All right. Once and for all, Kansas City Council, the mayor's office, and others are asking for true accountability in terms of how safety is done in Kansas City. By way of background, and some have asked why would we do something like this, by way of background, I was born in 1984. Since that time, roughly 4,467 Kansas Citians have been murdered. That is more than the Americans that were killed in Afghanistan. That's more than the Americans killed in the war in Iraq. This has been the greatest disappointment, the greatest challenge for our community for generations. And time and again, we've always had the same answer. And that answer has been simply more funding to the police department, more ideas of officers, and we're not looking at creative, innovative, and truly structural changing ways that we can address violent crime at its root causes. And what I'm saying today, what my council co-sponsors are saying today, is no more. We need to make sure that we are actually addressing accountability, that we are making sure that we have a police department that is talking to and listening to our community. We need to make sure that we have the sort of accountability that we have for our city bus system, our city public works, and so many other areas and categories. Man, can't say enough about this young, this gentleman. Uh, I want to call him a young man because he is younger than I am. He born eighty four. Thirty. He's thirty six years old. He is the wow. youngest representative in in the state of Kansas City That's ever. What's up, man? That's up. He's a visionary, and and not only is he a visionary, but he's a doer because he actually has put in the work and then shown you that if you put in the work and have good ideas. You can make change. Mm -hmm. And that's what people so often are complaining about or wanting. And go ahead. Well, I won't go that far. What I will say is that everyone we put in front of you is for you to understand that it takes you to get there. This man has a vision. This man has a voice. Mm -hmm. And he's standing in front of you. Screaming at the altars for everyone to hear. Are you following? Yeah. Because that's why we're here. That's why we bring this up all the time. All the time. Please understand, he is no more powerful than the next bee that stings you. Unless you decide that you need a representative. And that's all we need. The, the the reason I wanted to bring him to the table is we just watched what happened with the George Floyd situation. So with him being a, a advocate for the police funding plan, and that's his idea, it's called the police funding plan, so you can get rid of the the connotation the, the of the funding of the police, the, right? The stigma of. Which yeah. they've explained and explained and explained. So therefore, he came up with a, a title, and therefore, you can run with this with the police funding plan. And it tells you how you're going to spend that money on making a better change. And one of the first things he wanted to do is he wants to implement, implement a brand new cadet academy of the new police officers in, Can police officers in Kansas City will all be trained under the new <clears> regiment. <throat> 
with so many of the complaints that we've had. Why are you using a gun in this situation? Why are you talking to people foully when they haven't even done anything? Why are you assuming people are already guilty, et cetera, et cetera? All those things he's decided, that's going to be a change. So what's going to happen as of 2022, your first cadet group that actually graduates will all be those who learn the new way. Mm. Yes. So we keep talking, right? We keep talking, but we got somebody doing so therefore you got somebody to support the things you claim you want done if you're not paying attention start paying attention if you are paying attention spread the word that there's somebody doing something that you wanted to actually get done and that it's not a detriment to someone else it is a positive thing for all of us say say his name again quentin lucas the mayor of kansas city missouri Again, he's a graduate of Washington University, Cornell Law Law, uh, law degree. Uh-huh. He is a law. He is a lawyer. He was a professor before he took on this position. Mm-hmm. And again, with young with a young man, you got young ideas. So uh, I know some of us. Sometimes you, we do always want to always give credit to being it's wisdom living through something. Gives and we you get something. old. Mm-hmm. We get old living through something gives you something. But you know, don't, never never. Take for granted the idea that someone young can bring something to the table, oh. especially when their works prove where they stand. Facts. I just want to put a pin in the defund the police conversation <clears throat> because everybody keeps saying that defund the police means that we're not going to provide any funding and there's not going to be any safety for our communities right. or our environment. And that's bullshit. That's the dumbest idea. And they keep, but see, this is what conservatives do. They sell you on a bullshit message. That's what they do. Knowing that I'm disingenuous and I'm not telling you the truth, but I can build fear in my base of white conservative voters that will believe the bullshit that I'm selling. But all we're selling, all that the, the, the people that I understand that are asking for the defunding of the police is for the money that's given to the police to be allocated differently. Yes. Not for the money to be taken away from them. And, and in actuality, you, they proved they were giving them more money. Yeah, but 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 if so I'm a, they, but they had to show it to them. But if I'm a conservative, I want to sell you the fear to right. believe that there's going to be that. less police on the street, <laughs> right? So yeah. that they can enforce uh, other than conservative values. Strange danger. If you Google the Quentin Lucas police funding plan uh, committee that devote the voting, the voting is actually on tape. And the first lady that speaks says, Mm. you're leaving our children vulnerable. You're leaving our citizens vulnerable. Not hearing that what I'm trying to do is make a better policeman. I'm trying to make a better policeman, Mm -hmm. not get rid of a policeman, make a better one. And if you are a policeman, you should support that as well. We've been saying that forever. But if you Google it and see it, the first lady who speaks is immediately against it as though refunding how the money is spent somehow eliminates officers. And he makes he makes it more than clear. No one loses their job. So you can eliminate that 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 BS argument to the table. No one is being laid off. That you can eliminate that as well. He's trying to make simply what he's saying is in 2022, you get a brand new group. They learn a brand new way, the way we all claim we wanted. And guess what? 20 years later, now you have 20 years of, of officers who will all learn the way we claim we wanted. So, real change. Shout out to 
Q Luke. Let's let's call him. Let's call him. <laughs> Q Luke. Lucas. First of all, let me make sure you're clear. They call him Mayor Q. Mayor, Mayor Q. Q. Mayor Q. Okay, so I want to say Q Luke. But what you what you're bringing to me is the idea that he's not just trying to talk about reform of the police, but he's also. I heard something in there that kind of struck me was getting out and then kind of kind of engaging with the people to understand yeah. what the needs are. Yeah. And so what you guys are talking about is setting up a standard or precedence. It's not so much defunding, and this is what Irv is kind of saying. It's a matter of I wouldn't say rewarding, but understand for, for the police force to understand what the people feel and engaging in that, that takes a little bit of dedication and time to get into the community. And then that's a source of reform by understanding what's going on in the community. So let me give you two points. So let me just get, first, we'll give you some quick background. Sure. All right. Clinton Lucas was sworn in on August 1st, 2019 as the 55th mayor of Kansas City, the youngest elected Kansas City mayor in more than a generation, known affectionately as Mayor Q, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. to Kansas uh, citizens. He uh, His priorities making it making Kansas City's neighborhood safer, creating more accessible and affordable housing mm-hmm. and public transportation, maintaining efficiency and transparency in government and government and improving basic services. He was born and raised in Kansas City. So he's mm. so he yes. seen his town grow, right? He has spent more than the most of his life in the city of in, in the urban outside suburban uh, areas. As a child, his family moved often in, uh, from, and experienced homelessness. So if you this are all what just recently yes. happened, and I, the reason I'm bringing him to the table, I wanted to, I wanted to mm-hmm. make that point about him experiencing homelessness, is because he's an advocate. For making change when it comes to homelessness, mm-hmm. and what he what he's done by experiencing himself, again, he has that theory of relativity. He can relate. He can relate. understand. So what happened is he just joined with this, again with the UK, uh, the, the Kansas City Homeless uh, Union, and there's two things. So part of what he just put out just recently is that he's pr- proud of this of the process and the, and the consensus uh, we have built with the Kansas City Homeless Union. We've agreed to the following safe and warm relocation opportunities at area hotels uh-huh. uh, for all homeless individuals and RFP insurance for preference on vacant homes and land and, and land bank homes, meaning homes owned by, 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 by banks uh, for the earn, for those earning less than 30 percent. Uh-huh. So meaning if the house costs three thousand and you make a thousand, they got a program where now you can rent that home. Because they already realize they're not getting re- yes. regular market value for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also don't want the homeless out in the streets. So what you got people homeless who got money and you got homes that are vacant. Mm-hmm. What are you what are you going to do? Yeah. And guess what? People with plenty of money ain't moving into those homes. So now what we have is somebody once again yeah. trying to solve a problem. Yes. Um, the, 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 the biggest theme that I see with and, and I'm hoping next week the, the same like we can pick whatever person we want, right. but the biggest thing that I'm seeing is now with this, with the last two, uh, Michaela Wilkes and with Mayor Q, is that we have people now that have actually experienced things from another side. There you go. Yes, and and I, I don't I don't know if with the first string air quotes with the first string mm-hmm. uh, if they have gone through that but with this string it seems like that's a theme that we have now people who have gone through these struggles and have experienced it and now can come back to yes. the table and be like I went through this and this is a way mm-hmm. that we somebody else doesn't have to experience that and I feel like that's something that our, we need as a, a community at a people 
period. If you've gone through some shit and and you've experienced something that's a heartache or a tragedy, you need to be able to go back and make sure nobody else experienced that once you graduate from that. And I think that's that's brilliant when it comes to politics. You know how often we hear that the guy who knows how to hack into the computers now works for the FBI? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and the, and the person that knows who's been homeless should be working on the homeless problem. Sure, yeah. The person that's been jobless should be working on the unemployment problem. Yeah. Sure. And so on. So, and, and not solely, but when you got their insight, they, now you're moving. Now you're yes. doing yeah. something. Yeah. It's, it's like Heck said. I mean, it, uh, you would like to believe that anybody picking themselves up from them from their bootstraps, mm-hmm. coming from homelessness to make something of themselves, yeah. it's supposed to that's supposed to be the American The last time I checked, yes. that was supposed to be the American dream. Something that anybody of any race and color as an American can lift up as something that we all should attain for. That's what they package and sell. That's what they package and sell. That's what they package and sell. 36 and the But that's my problem. Yes. Why isn't this something as an American that we're packaging and selling as positivity. Yes. And what we I can agree. see, you know how you know how I get without this media? That's what we got to get on Hollywood. Start showing us. Start showing us. If if the lady from 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 Scandal is a real woman who really handles these fools' problems in DC. And really, they 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 put her name out a few times, mm-hmm. but the, but 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 Carrie Washington's playing the role mm-hmm. of a real black woman who solves problems for fools in D.C. on a daily basis. But if you consistently showed it, then America would consistently know it. Mm-hmm. But you show us in the worst light, so they see us in that light. So stop cushioning the fall. Stop cushioning the things that stop being that little buffer in between. We, we need to come out with facts and reality, and, and sometimes it's raw. And again, you brought this AAU um, you know, thing up, Hex, and to be honest with you, it, it has inspired me to understand more for myself, mm-hmm. to go and dig into the roots and the weeds and figure out who's who, and then hold them accountable for the me, things that they too. say they're going to do. Me too, yeah, bro. Me too. I, I mean, I'm not sitting around that bad walk. I ain't got all these people on the tip of my tongue. I'm, I'm researching. Sure. I'm Googling. But we, because I want to know. But we put our voice out, we put our voice out for right. them, and now we're also going to be following them to make sure that they, if, if we put it out there, we got to follow them and make sure they're, they're, they're accountable for what they say yeah. they so do. The folks in Missouri got somebody who got their back. And that's what I want to hear and you so say. So if you didn't know what he was doing as mayor, because you don't live in, yes. let's say you, like I, my cousin's wife lives in St. Louis. So yes. She's from St. Louis. But she wouldn't know what's going on in Kansas City, because you're not catching the Kansas City news. And yes, but, awesome. you, but you got to know when it comes to your Senate race, here's the guy. And that's why you listen to UDK. <laughs> That's why you listen to you. Yeah, and, yes. and, and, and that's why, Hex, you say, like, I just waited for that comment just to come out. If you're in the Kansas City area, I want to do that by best, Hex. Yeah. You got somebody who's rocking for you yeah. and rolling for you. Let's rally behind so this you, guy. So you, you have zero Quentin excuses Lucas. now to not know when you see. I don't know who the incumbent is for governor, whoever's coming in with the name that you feel like is more comfortable that you know. But you have no excuse now because you've heard us put our stamp on this brother you've heard straight from the from the horse's mouth and you've heard facts behind him about his vision and the way that he wants things to go and speaking of the way that we want things to go we have to go into the break um 
it, it who's next week? I can't wait. Come on. It's a lot. It's a lot. Of, I love coming to the show every week. I love right. it. But the AAU is what I I, I I crave that because it makes me feel like we have a foothold on change. Yes. And Especially when you, for me, it is, it is, it is therapy. Cause it was like, I, I am one of those people who say, who's doing what? But when I keep finding out who's doing what, bruh. See, it's different when you when you want to pose it because you got an attitude. Yes. It's another reason when you pose it and you get an answer back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, oh, you didn't know that oh, this, this committee's working on blah blah blah. Oh. I got a group called uh, with the, uh, the the heights uh, on this Twitter game. I'm been dealing with. I've just been getting on this Twitter recently. But these people working with the heights. These people are influential as far as finding African American potential leaders of tomorrow mm-hmm. and putting their money behind them, getting them, putting them in the right position. I'm I'm starting Harker Heights. I'm starting to read. I'm trying to get my info together, and I'm trying to tell you. I didn't know. I didn't know. As woke as I think I am, as 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 as, as in tune as I want to be, there's so many people doing stuff, man. They yeah. doing. I mean, they make a change, bro. Yep. Uh, speaking of making change, we have to change the segment. We have to go to the next one. I know we've been, <laughs> we've been having some some uh, spirited debate, and it's been a great segment, and we all love this segment. Uh, we up on it. Um, yeah, we up on it. We up yeah. on it. Yes, uh, we gonna get some drinks. Uh, y'all can get some drinks. Are y'all refreshed? I, I, you don't I, need I, no drink. Your shit is full. Yeah, yeah, my stuff is full, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We gonna get some more drinks. We gonna be back. Hex, give me one. U D K. Shout out to Young Ross. Uh, appreciate Young Hex Ross. for the hell you. 
I didn't hear that clearly. Shout out to Young Ross. Young Ross. With R-O-Z? With left. No. R-H-A-Z. Yes. R-H-A-Z. No, I just want to make sure he gets all his props. Shout out to Hex for the the alley-oop. I appreciate that. He should get all his props for that. I didn't. First of all, that beat is crazy. The, 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 The bars are crazy. The beat is amazing. Shout out to Hex for the alley oop for that. Um, I've been rocking that for a minute. Um, the the beat just brought the song itself is great, but it just brought me back to the first time when I heard that record. Yeah. When the first time I heard that neo record, I was like, God damn, I got that shit. Oh, my you so tired of love songs, huh? So tired. And I had at that time for so transparency. At I'm that sorry. time, I had it was nothing to do with love. Right. I was just a young man out here doing me. Right. But it's some records that just take you to a space where you be like, damn, I'm, so, I'm so sick I of love even, songs. And it's like I'm not sick of love songs. But that you song, told, <laughs> you told me about it. You told me about it before it played. I didn't even hear that when he was doing it. Mm. I only heard him. That piano sample is just oh, the piano, but, yes. And then it's but again, with it and the I flow. only heard what he was doing, right? Because of the way his voice pierced through. energy guy, oh, yeah. through energy, energy guy. And, and I, y'all are absolutely right. I heard the piano when I'm replaying it in my head. I heard everything. All that was great. I only heard and him, and in his lyric game, is sick. Only, it is. It was like the way Wiz comes through on a joint. Man. It's like you only hear Wiz. Like I don't care what the bounce is. Yeah, you only hear Wiz, and I only heard him on that joint. Yeah, so, his, his voice forces you to pay attention to, to pay him. Attention. Sometimes yeah. with and his rap, inflections. Yeah, like yeah, yep. yeah. Sometimes That's when it. people rap, like you you hear their voice, but it's only in addition to the beat. It's like okay, the beat is dope, and you're kind of adding to the beat, but yeah. his voice makes you listen to what he's yes. saying. Like yeah. oh shit, okay, yeah. this motherfucker got it. He just wrote that shit. Man, pause. Shout out to Young Ross. Yeah, shout out to Young Ross. Man, Ross. Um, mm. So, uh, I've, I've found some uh, some some new YouTube uh, favorites that I have. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a heavy advocate of watching YouTube over TV. Like right. I don't you and I don't I, watch you and TV. I. Yeah, I watch yeah. TV for like sports, and that's pretty much it. Uh, but apparently, there's been a uh, a situation brewing for a while. Um, I am full transparency. I'm a Wizards fan, ladies and gentlemen. Bullets yes, into the Wizards. Okay. Yes, for for as long as I can remember. Uh, and we had a a number one draft pick. Man. Uh, by the name of Kwame Brown, not Kwame. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's get whoa. it right, Kwame Brown. Twenty years ago, straight. Man. Yeah, whoa. God, whoa. Could, could it seem that long? Was it twenty years? Yeah. Hey, we in twenty one. It's about. Yeah. It's two thousand. two thousand. No, it was two thousand. Two thousand. I mean, two thousand one. Yes, and that, it doesn't seem like that, it but. No, Twenty it does years, seem like that. And, no, and, it really does. Seem it like does. That. And Let's Qua- be clear. Kwame Brown's first uh, entrance into the league uh, oh, hold with. Up, hold up, hold up. Let's be clear. His name is not Kwame Brown. That nigga's name is Ether Brown. Ether Brown. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. Brown. what his name is. For Call that name. man by My his man Ether. true name. Uh, he, Ether Brown his, said his first. Uh, uh, attempt into the league did not go the way that the people that drafted him nor him had planned. High school kid. Yeah, high school kid. They had planned for him to be this phenom and it didn't work out that way. Circumstance, uh, it just wasn't the right time. The universe has decided that in this instance, it's just not going to work. 
He moved on, mm-hmm. spent 12 or 13 years in the NBA. Yep. Which a lot I don't of people. That long, but it was, it was long. Time. It's 12, he made it He has an NBA career long. that incurred a pension, which is more than. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing. I just want to be clear. A pension comes with like three to four years. No, and he, no, no, no. no, 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 no I'm bigging you up about what you're saying. Right. This Negro Ten. made like $65 million That's in the league. So I'm adding to what yeah. you're saying. I'm not yeah. taking away from that. And he made a way for himself he made a way for his family and this is and and the reason why i'm going into the actual real world impact of what he did as far as with his life is to let everybody know that just because he didn't meet certain people's expectations as far as what they wanted him to do and what he was projected to do that does not make him as a man a failure and we gotta we gotta kind of get away from that we gotta stop being so disrespectful to people just because they don't live up to the expectations that we expect them to have. I got 65 million reasons why you can say any fucking thing that you wanna say about me, and I won't give a shit. Uh, yo, so yo. if I'm Kwame Brown. So in, in, in the first part of his life. And he did that for like 12 years. In the first part of his life, he played basketball. At first, you know, it didn't work out the way that he had planned or people wanted. And it went a certain direction. And now, because of his willingness to just say, you know what, I'm not taking this shit no more, he's actually started a new chapter in his life. And he is becoming a YouTube. Um, I don't want to say phenomenal. He's no, no. You are saying exactly the right thing. Is it you this dude, an individual who's defending this, himself. This dude, you, you, you need to set it up as to why we're even discussing him. I was about to say that's true, yeah, but that's true. be clear. He is a an internet personality because, because he of what? simply stood up for himself. But, but, and but, but, but KG, he right. also it, it, it's, it's what he absorbed. No, no, but, it's what he has absorbed over the years of, of the criticism. And I'm not, I'm not cutting no, you off. You're not I'm saying that. But what we're saying is, okay, I did. But, but you're not wrong. You're it's, not it's, wrong. It's, the, it's the absorption of what he's taken of the criticism of who he was over the years and what he now... And when he chose to come out, that's that. Those are the key things that I that I picked from it. Okay, and that's important. That is important. There were two gentlemen who have their own podcast who decided on their podcast to make be critical a of this gentleman at the point in time and remind another ex NBA player what they were discussing, and their the comment came about that someone said jokingly. Hey, this number one draft pick was the best number one draft pick of all time, right? But unfortunately, what these individuals didn't remember is that they were live on Showtime when they did it. And so not a, you didn't have to have just YouTube. You could be watching the shit live as they decided to describe their feelings about this individual. Now, there's a whole bunch of people, like we were just finished saying, the average NBA player only plays three and a half years. Not not five, not right. seven, right? Not ten, but three and a three. half. Yeah, if that. If I, that. Think, I believe it's two and a half. Now. For football, it's three years. So yeah, at the end of the day, they decided they wanted to share their opinion about his ability or his lack of at at his expense, and the brother finally decided, you know what? 
I'm a t- I'm tired of being a part of these bus lists because you need to know the details. So he decided he was going to give you some insight when he finally decided to speak up. He said, I'm going to give you some details. Now, he, he got a little personal because his feelings were upset, right? Because if you disrespect me, I'm going to disrespect you. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, he came with facts that told you about how things worked in D.C. when Michael Jordan was there and how they really didn't want him when they wanted Elton Brand. He gave you details, the type of things you would discuss with a GM or a real coach that the, the public would be privy to. But at the end of the day, when you don't fit the system for a guy with a two guard that's taking 30 shots a night, Word. it's not going to really work out for you but so well. And everything else that you really are privy to is really the garbage buckets. Yeah. And so ultimately what happens is they take your number one draft status, not knowing your circumstances, and they decided, oh, you're not really that great. But it put in the right position where they would have would have been, he was the focal point. He'd have been everything that they made him number one draft pick to to become. He was a number one pick who was by the offensive way that it was spaced out to be, supposed to be Bill Wennington. And he couldn't hit a three at 17, 18. And he wasn't meant to be that guy. Block a couple shots, get in the way, and let Jordan score 30. It's fucked up. I get that. And on top of that, Bruh, you can't convince me that Michael Jones is not the best player that I've ever seen in my life. That being said, you can't convince me that Michael Jones is not the biggest asshole that you would ever be a teammate with in my life. Because no shade. These are real things. Name another player that thrived who was in D.C. at the time. First of all, nobody has ever thrived. I'll put that out there all day. Name another player for the Wizards. They're bald. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chris, Chris, Chris was Chris, named Chris Whitman. Not was on the team. Who balls? <laughs> you name it. You name the teammates. Right. You, got, you, you also got to factor in the fact that the transition of the NBA was occurring at the time of it. There you go. All three of them jokers yeah. that that went one, two, three was, was it him? Chan- Chandler, Tyson Chandler, Eddie Curry. Eddie Curry were no more than. They were no. role players. No. High-priced role players. Sure. But they were role players. Tyson was the role in college. all of those jokers were five men that were fitting for the Eastern Conference in, at the end of the 80s when it was leaning on you, fouling motherfuckers. Yeah, sure. cool, right? And this is None of those thought, jokers sure. were dirt, the whiskeys, which is what sure. and this is when we turned into. And this is when we thought that seven foot just meant we need to draft you. Oh, this is sure. not even about. Are you good? No, 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 no. I want people who are hearing this. But he killed the guy in high school. To this he was day, a to to this day, if you are seven feet and can chew gum, you can get a tip. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a really, there's a really, there's a really rare uh, uh, statistic in the world about seven footers and where they go into the NBA. There's a really rare statistic. I can't remember exactly what it is. I'll look it up at some point. But it's really like a high percentage of seven-footers who make it to the NBA. Sure. It doesn't matter like if right. they were great. Right. Good, good, whatever. Whatever. You can't see if you sure. happen to be mm-hmm. seven feet tall, you basically can just walk into that. The NBA. slogan is you can't you can't teach height. You can't teach yep. height. Absolutely. And, and and the the reason why uh his success 
now in the second part of his life kind of sticks out to me is because of the way that he's coming about that success. He's on a platform that he can control. Is he it? can say he say what he wants. Uh-huh. And he's not controlled by anybody. Have you ever watched any of his lives, any of his videos? You ever watched any? Watch any, any I, I've all day watched a peer, a piece. The of things that all, he, all the things that he are, is saying, I agree with one hundred percent about being a man, about how to conduct yourself, about how to let somebody talk to you, about how to take things on the chin and not be so sensitive about your roles and your responsibilities in the family structure. If you watch these. I agree with 100% of what he's saying. I'm, I'm still waiting for him to say some shit where I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck are you talking about? He hasn't, he hasn't come to me like that yet. I'm not disputing that, but I'd rather say it's his story right. as opposed to saying it's his success. Yes. It's not, it, and I, I didn't mention success. It's his delivery and it's the way he's saying stuff and what he's saying. He could be, he could be anybody and he wouldn't have this many views and I get that. Let me say this. I understand that, but the things that he is, the things that he's saying, mm-hmm. is are resonating with me on a level that I don't see other people saying. That's yeah, correct. But what that. makes it relevant is who he is. That's right. a fact. Right. That's a fact. Uh, but he said, "I just want to make But technically, he's, he, he's supposed to be so small. Technically, mm-hmm. I rock with my man. Yeah. But technically, he's supposed to be so small that there are these individuals who thought. They're put in a position where they have the power and they have the microphone. Where they say you never, never mess with the comedian as the heckler because he has the microphone. Mm-hmm. And all he said was, "I'm gonna come at y'all straight to your face and tell you where I'm coming from. If you got a problem, come see me." That's what changed the tone. Mm-hmm. But he said, "Come holler at me if it's really a problem because I don't get, I don't get why black men are on TV." Talking about other black men in a negative in a, in a negative connotation. Sure. So it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. So it's. Uh, I'm, I'm saying what you're saying, Hex. But it comes at a time where, again, I go back to what he had to absorb. Because if he came out with this, let's say after his second or third season, it would not have been as effective. People would be like, he's groping, he's, he's bitching about what he's what's yeah. what he's going through. Right. So to be able to absorb that much. Kind of, we're seeing the cicadas here coming out, and they've you know they've been underground for fourteen years. And then when they come up, when they come up, saying Candyman, that was a nice segue though. But they come up, he's come up at the right time with this, and and timing is everything. So when we talk about Irv, you talked about him not necessarily being a success per se, but it is a successful time for him to come out if that makes any sense. I, I'm not disputing that. I, I agree with that. Yeah. But I also want to add that, remember, the, the conversation came about because of a conversation that didn't include him at all. It was at just all. three dudes, and those three dudes being Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, and Gilbert Arenas right. that were uh, uh, providing what their opinion was about Kwame's career without Kwame being involved in the conversation. Okay. All right. So, again, we're getting to where I was about to start everything off because I know Hex as being a real ball player, like somebody who played against and with Grand Hill, like I, somebody who's a baller. But what I want, what I wanted to say was, here's the thing about Kwame. Kwame got put into the most disturbing situation that you could be in. Facts. Michael Jordan is the first GM and he's picking you. 
at 17, 18, mm-hmm. and you ain't Kobe. And that's right. the most fun. And you ain't ready. Fuck I don't. I don't first, first, no, 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 because I don't want it to be about being For ready. For that system. No, 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 no. Let's stop all that. Let's be clear. Kwame was a great athlete. He was not ready to be an actual NBA star. Okay. And he was thrust into the position of being an NBA star. No dispute. That was right. something that You're number one. you can't. But on mm-hmm. top of that, you now have to play with the biggest trash talking, bullshit the walking. Game. Fuck all that. Of all time. No, 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 no. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, would you? He could not have lived up to that if he was not Kobe. So I'm trying to say. You have to be a person that is built in such a certain way yes. to be able to do all that. He was not that. That's fine. Here's the thing. He moved on to different teams and did other things, and he actually played with Kobe. Still wasn't that dude. That's fine. Because the thing about it is we throw around tags like you're trash. You are garbage. Well, I was going to say. bum. Yep. No, 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 a, a bust. bust, bust, bust is the word that I was looking for. Thank you. Um, and the thing is, you can be right, but here's the thing: my family, his family's life, because I know where his family's from, because that's thirty minutes away from where my father grew up in Pine, in Pineville, South Carolina. You are living the life he is great his life is great I saw this dude's hat on I was like hold up Kwame out here living I had to look at him again to see if is is that really Kwame I just zoom zoom it in and you know what you're saying is that absorption of what he's taken over the years that's why it's just I mean could you imagine what a 20 year old had to do so maybe actually in, in all he was the perfect guy for this if the end justifies the means and this guy is now coming out with this he's spitting this kind of knowledge to us I didn't know he had the ball good lord and you know what that's a journey and you know what uh with the success and what I'm seeing of Kwame Brown with the second chapter of his life that gives me hope for not only for him to be able to speak how he feels and speak real mm-hmm. but also full transparency hope for us yes that people that are listening to this and people that will listen to this in the future will be ready the soil will be ready because a lot of times when you have a situation with somebody speaking a certain way they might be um they might be too ahead of their time they might be speaking something that people aren't ready for if you're and, Good. If your platform is to put yourself in a position where you speak negatively on other black men, you should quit. If you don't find that you can speak on sports in a in a capacity where you don't find yourself speaking negative negatively on black men, you should quit. And if you can't do those things, then you then you need to recognize what you represent in this society. And that is part of what happened with this individual the other day. I'm not even going to say this joker's name, but this joker the other day who put out this video showing all the bad clips on on his show on ESPN, paid by that man. That man gave you some money to show negative clips of Kwame Brown's 
mess ups. Let me tell you what, if you want to spend, you really want to take it there, think we could, in a heartbeat, spend 30 minutes and show you every bad play Michael Jordan had. And if you didn't know Michael Jordan, you would assume he was trash at the end of me showing you all the mess ups he's had. If that was his point, then you missed out on what Kwame Brown was saying. He was trying to tell you, use your platform for something better. If that's not who you are, then you need to change who you are. And if you're not better, then be better. And we need to respect people as human as human beings and as men. Like if you see a situation with uh, Russell Westbrook, and which, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a huge Trey Young fan. Come on, man. But they, the disrespect Sickening. that they put on to these athletes... Because of their performance, because you don't like that. That's a man. For a game. That is a man. A and, game. And that's just that's just not right. I have many things to say about a lot of a lot of this, but I'm uh cut this shit down. For one, if Jordan wants to say a thing, he's saying a thing. He's not badgering you about what's going on when people want to add things on and mix everything into it that's people being disrespectful and, and ignorant Jordan's going to be who Jordan's going to be don't nobody give a fuck about how that's going to go but I will say this Kwame has earned the right to be able to live his life and do his thing and to be perfectly honest there is not a thing that was said about him that was egregious until we get to Charlemagne. When Charlemagne's talking about his actual family. Yeah, that was bad. From where he is. That was bad. That's when you're getting too egregious. Because calling you trash as a player, dude, numbers are numbers. Everything is everything. Number one pick. It's going to be what it's going to be. You can live with that, especially with the bank account you have. But when you start talking about personal things, mm -hmm. that goes above and beyond everything that you're talking about. But you know what? You, but you know what? You, uh, uh, not you. Um, the Damn. foundation is already laid when Stephen A. Smith starts mispronouncing your name and calling you a bump. That, okay. that, that's that's even, where that's where the groundwork. You already know I don't. That's where the groundwork is laid. Only once again to get a check from that man. That's what that's when you keep doing that nigga. For getting a check yep. from that man, all right, bro. You keep on. When you keep calling him, when you keep label, you, you keep calling him scrub, and you keep mispronouncing his name on purpose when Jalen Rose is on the same show, and he's telling you how to pronounce his name, and you want to hear that shit. You lay the foundation for somebody to call him out of his name like a Charlemagne, and that's just not right. The first, string, the first string dude from NC Central can't talk about Kwame Brown. That's, that's and I've I've had this no and, and you know it's a Salem State with Salem State I apologize <laughs> don't even don't no, even put that right no, don't I'm, I'm sorry I, I, Eagles I apologize but, but, but you already know Benson and Hedges University but right. you're okay, okay, <laughs> but I was going to say because I'm adding this to what Hex is about to say Hex already know we've had this talk about Steven I don't fuck with him I don't like the way he rocks with his shit because everything he got. He stole from the other one. The other one. The other that one. does exactly the, the other same. One. And let me tell you, see, when you can when you consider success, how much money you got, exactly. that's your first fault. Fact. But the, but the problem here is, more than anything, you, I got you earlier. Yeah, you could. The more the problem here is, is you decided that you thought you could embarrass someone else for a check written by a, someone yes. else. 
for the very sole purpose of constantly trying to make us seem like we're less than. And and to what really got me more than anything is this the same punk. And I'm going to call you a punk, bro. He is a punk. Who came out here talking about Colin Kaepernick is a martyr. He don't really want to work out. He don't really want to be in the NFL. He's trying to change who videotapes his practice. All that shit you did, nigga, that you did only for one fucking reason. For that man's check. Yeah. You slave ass. Don't call him a martyr. Call he's him a, a bitch ass nigga like he's. I'm gonna keep it real. But you, but, but see, he, he could have said he could have he could have been a sports analyst. Yeah, and left out the personal. Right. Yeah. So you don't know that man. So don't tell me Colin Kaepernick don't really want to be in the NFL, but he's better than half these these trash ass quarterbacks that's still in the league right now. <laughs> that's second and third stringers, and everybody knows it. But y'all kept feeding this, y'all kept feeding that, that that market. You kept feeding ESPN with those those quotes, and they run with it in a heartbeat. Right. I'm always going to have an issue with a black man that don't want to do the research mm-hmm. well, to to find out that somebody is essentially on the same team and, as he is, but he's going the extra mile to break down or disenfranchise this man because this man ain't him. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I will never understand. What, what, is it, what is it that makes Steven Jackson a, a better person by... Shitting on or disenfranchising Kwame Brown for telling his truth because he but lost games for big house games. Yeah, but that's but, why. But but, but that's you, why he But, but you as a black Jackson, man you had some success in the league, right? So Kwame and, and you were what undrafted second round, whatever the fuck Stephen Jackson was. No, he he never, wasn't. He was that, never no number one pick. He never sniffed at, at all. So that's at the Jackson, very right? least, that's you Smith. can say I may not agree with what is going in, but I understand the fact that him, as a black man, had a lot on his shoulders, yeah. and he may not have been successful, but he did everything he can to try to be successful as a seventeen-year-old cat. Thank you. I'm coming a in the fucking system as a undrafted or second or whatever the fuck Steven Jackson was because he <laughs> definitely wasn't number one pick but I can shit on this man because he wasn't and as successful as I thought he was supposed to and be. see that's that comment about about, about Wiggins it's crabs in the barrel uh, hey uh, I wouldn't trade a box of cereal for, for Wiggins bruh we talking about black men bruh yeah what's but wrong with y'all we, we do have to clarify before we end this on what Stephen A. Smith is and what Stephen Jackson is, it is. Stephen A. Smith never sniffed the league. This dude Ever. And I'm sorry if I was saying Stephen A. Smith. You are but I just want to make sure everyone, glad to clarify. everyone knows what we're talking about. Don't look up Stephen Jackson and Neither Steve, one of them have a have that's a, true, but I don't, but I don't want to bring down Stephen Jackson to to talk about. I do clarify. Stephen Jackson, I want to say with a stick. Stephen Jackson had no right to but disrespect. He poked, he poked the bear with a stick, and he got what he got, he got the answer. He got the answer, and there's nothing he can say about that. What was that? Look, there's nothing he can say about Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson could have talked shit about John Concat. Anybody. He could have talked shit about. Sean Bradley. He right. could have talked shit they about him. He didn't expect that, that bear to wake up. That bear woke up. 
shit in the league. But he wanted to now be looking at to be a high school see, juggler but see, guess that what? got intimidated by Mike by Michael Jordan. Yes, Comcast giving you money. Comcast would have gave Stephen A. Smith thirty. All day. In, in, in Everybody that Stephen A. Yeah, Smith would have said would have gave him at least. But ESPN ain't gonna, ain't gonna give you a check unless you say it about the right kind of man. Oh, yeah. you mean a particular kind of man? A particular yeah. type of Stay man. Stay off my man, John Conn. Pay attention, pay attention, folks. They really doing it. That's the shit they doing with Jalen Hurts. John Conn. That's the shit they doing with good as Jim McIlvain. Yeah, Jim McIlvain. Y'all keep game. It's the shit they doing with Jalen Hurts. It's the shit they did with Dak Prescott. It's the shit they do with what's my man in Baltimore? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. I'm telling y'all, peak game. See, see what happens is they, they they dangle the opportunity for a job opportunity for these Negroes. And then the Negro shows up to the ESPN network. And what happens is they're forced into a position where they have to say something negative about a black man to make it seem like they're being objective. There are two people. If you if you see if you say something bad about a black man, <laughs> then you're black. Two, you're objective. But you know what? That's the point. That's but you, that. but you know what? You. you know what? With the emergence of Kwame Brown on the YouTube uh, platform, that can actually do his own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping and I'm praying that now people see an outlet to be able to talk the truth Stand instead of having to go themselves. and grovel at these it, networks right. because you don't need to do that anymore. You don't. You don't. Let you know. He's I might showing, come get you. He's showing y'all the way. Absolutely. You uh, uh, this has been a great pod. We all want it. It's yeah, over. It's, yeah, it's it, it's over. Just like that. Shout out to Kwame Brown. I know your hat. I respect you, Kwame. Yeah, well, I respect you, bro. Shout out to and him, and I respect the things that you are saying, bro. Because you got some real positivity that yes. you put out there, and some real truth you put out. And there. this is a voice that we need to hear because if you watch him, he's just, he's. It's a conversation that all of us have had with with somebody that we know, whether or not it's an OG, whether or not it's somebody that's on our luck. It's a conversation that we've had with somebody just kicking it. And, ahead, and right, wrong, or indifferent, as an American citizen, he has the right to be able to fucking say <laughs> what the fuck he wants to say. But see, but that's a fact. Let me put this last part out there. What? This is exactly what we don't need. We don't need brothers fighting brothers. With all the shit we going through, we don't need this. Right. And that's why I'm so fucking irritated with you, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes. No, stop, you stop. niggas, stop, Stephen stop. A. Smith, fuck y'all niggas. Yeah. Right now, of all the shit we dealing with, this the last thing we need. Okay. Now do you say now do you said that? Appreciate that. One thousand. Here's the thing. Shit. Everybody that's on all the smoke. Has apologized and spoken to him and said, "It's too late." No, 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 it's not. It's not too late because jokes is jokes until you figure out what's real. Was it a joke? And when people stand up and say on their platform, which is way bigger than Kwame's, and say, "Yo, I apologize that I didn't." Hold on, hold on. Let me say what I'm saying. Please do. I apologize. That's not what I meant. I didn't know. How it affected everything else because everybody got jokes. With you. Everybody got jokes when it comes because everybody feels like yo, we've been through everything. We can fight through a joke. Both of those brothers, I can only speak for those two, who have understood and were like, you know what, that was not what it is. And Stephen A. Jack- not Stephen A. Jackson, not Stephen A. Smith, but Stackjack. Stackjack was saying. Yo, I apologize. As a matter of fact, if he keep going, I still don't have no beef. 
Right it's on. all that's good. good. That's he, good. He apologized to Kwame. Yo, he it's, he on, it's on. It's, it's on. It's on. on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's why I wanted to come. I didn't hear that. That's why. Let's go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. I don't want people to feel like. That you got it. See, that's almost how I feel like. That's why I had Kwame's back from the beginning. Because I heard initially from the time Kwame said something, people was like, all right, that's enough. And I'm like, hold on. You can't determine you can't for tell me, me what's enough. how long I'm allowed to be mad oh. about how long you've been shitting on me. Sure. Mm-hmm. On me. I ain't never said nothing about you. 20 years. They've been shitting on this man. 20, 20 years. Everybody said nothing, no. Come so on. how you going to be mad if I finally had some feelings and say, I think I need to say something. Yep. When I spend a week trying to defend myself. So UDK says, go Kwame, go. Go Kwame, go. Uh, Kwame. We up on it. Um, so real quick, uh, JR, shout out. Hey, uh, shout out again to Kwame Brown. Shout out to uh, Q Luke. Uh, Quentin Quentin Luke Quentin Luke Quentin Luke Quentin Luke Quentin Hold Down Kansas City and Kansas City Stand Up Yes Heck uh, shout, out. shout out to Wifey uh, Birthday Sunday yes, Happy sir. birthday to you uh, Gemini Stand Up Yes um, Shout out to everybody listening You gotta say podcast. that twice Shout out to Gemini Stand Up Alright Let's you go say you, say you gotta say it for both sides Happy, Happy birthday I, I can't Earth say up. how unbelievable it is that We are in the same boat my, Yeah we are My wife's <laughs> birthday is tomorrow Oh Turn up 5.29 Good shit uh, We have a 48 hour walk Through everything that we've been through Good, bad, or indifferent Baby Lord, I much. love you Happy you birthday too. We got a lifetime to move forward in, and I hope that you're on the same side as I am, the way that I'm on your side. I love you, baby. Let's do the dance. Somebody put a yes, Stevie Wonder I'm gonna clip this. Right I'm gonna clip this and Stevie send it Wonder right to you so you can play this every time y'all get to our match. Baby, Casey. you remember somebody saying happy birthday? <laughs> KG, shout out. So on top of of understanding the fact that I am like close friends with both of their wives, I think the world of them, they are the most amazing women in the world. Some of them. <laughs> oh, most days. No. On their best days. Both of us like, I object. Both of them. First of all, they cook for me. All the they cook for me. I'm not talking to y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas. I'm telling you, they are amazing for me. But um, I will say this for um, the Kwame situation and everything. We got to learn how to speak to one another. Mm-hmm. And my shout out is for us to be able to have jokes. All that is great. But also understand how to respect one another. It's mental health month. Let's go. It's yeah. the end of mental health month. Come on. I need everybody to be able to be mentally healthy. Yeah. Irv, you got, you know? I do. And you know, I, I usually don't ask for nothing extra. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> my man one one of our men is hurting and down and I just ask for whatever extra prayers in addition to the prayers that y'all already give if, it, if y'all can give it then give it but you know like I said one, one, one of us is hurting more than usual and whatever extra prayers God gives or anything else that y'all can give Let's go. we will take in appreciation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, th- th- we go. appreciate you for that, brother. Love All you. Day, every day. Love you, bro. 
Love you, bro, for that. Love, oh, love you, bro. Oh, yeah. love you know, we'll put it. We'll put everything out there, and I and, and I want to keep it that way. Yeah, I, I, personally, I want to keep it that way. Yeah. We got some things going on there. The world don't need to know. Yeah, that's but for us. Don't, but, but we need y'all's positive energy regardless of what it is. Y'all don't need to know what it is. Y'all don't need to know. All y'all need to know is just we have just us in prayer and positive energy. There you go, Irv. Uh, shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who bookmarked it, said, I'm going to listen to it later. Listen to it. It was like, oh shit, this shit is dope. They passed to somebody. They listened to it. Like, oh shit, this shit is dope. Everybody. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week, just like I said last week, because y'all. Y'all can't get rid of us, and why would you try? Hex, give me one. U D K. Where would I be if not living with you? No, this ain't the end.